This is a daily reading of the Snowbird Advent Guide. We hope this content encourages you throughout this Christmas season. Day 24, The Birth of Jesus Christ Today's Advent study begins in Matthew chapter 1, 18-23. Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel. We also see the account of Jesus' birth in Luke chapter 2. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus, and all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria. And all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth, and she gave birth to her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling cloths, and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. Paul mentions in Galatians 4, 4 and 5, When the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his Son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, so that we might receive adoption as sons. Let's take a look at Joseph, the father of Jesus. Matthew 1, 18-25 gives us a fantastic summation of Christ's birth from the perspective of Joseph. We've read plenty about Mary and her response to the Lord's work in her life through Luke's writings. But Matthew focuses on Joseph to a greater extent. After all, Mary and Joseph were already betrothed to be married when the Holy Spirit placed Jesus in her womb. What did he think about the surprise baby that wasn't his? Since he was a just and honorable man, he planned to quietly divorce her according to the Jewish law, preventing her from public shame. Divorce was provided for in the Old Testament law, but was the grievous result of deep marital unfaithfulness. Out of Deuteronomy 24, 1 and 4. As betrayed as Joseph must have felt, he didn't want to drag Mary through the mud any more than would already happen. But God, in his glorious sovereignty, sent an angel to visit Joseph in a dream and told him not to be afraid to take Mary as his wife. That which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. For he will save his people from their sins. Matthew 1, 20 and 21. It is difficult to imagine the emotions running through his mind and heart that night. He went from thinking his fiancée had cheated on him to realizing that Yahweh 
had placed a miracle child in her womb that would save people from their sins. We aren't told of his immediate reaction, but he must have been humbled by the news because he obeyed the angel and did as the Lord commanded him. Joseph woke up the next day and obeyed God. We aren't told of any discussion or questioning, but rather simply the immediate trust of his word. Joseph the carpenter from the backwoods town of Nazareth was set apart to raise the Son of God as the stand-in human father. He would teach the one who spoke the universe into existence to swing a hammer and fashion furniture. He would teach the light of the world to keep a warm fire. He would change the diapers of the eternal Son of God. There is much we can learn from Joseph's humility, perseverance, and faith in God's promise. The interaction with Joseph and everything else in the Advent came out to fulfill the promises of God in the Old Testament. God could have dropped a newborn baby on Mary's doorstep with a letter and said he was the Messiah. Or he could have let Joseph walk away and guided Mary through raising Jesus single-handedly. But that wasn't the prophesied plan. God keeps his promises. God's people would be saved from their sins by Emmanuel, a son born to a virgin in Bethlehem of Judea. Now let's look at where Jesus was born, Bethlehem, the city of David. God is in control of all life and childbirth, and he is also over all kings and nations as well. Throughout the Old Testament, the Deliverer was prophesied to be born in Bethlehem, the city of David. Luke, as always, gives us a few more details about how they ended up there. His goal is to give Theophilus an orderly account that includes facts that can be verified by witnesses. People are still alive and can testify to the accuracy of these events. Mary and Joseph were forced to travel from Nazareth to Galilee to Bethlehem in Judea because Joseph was from the family line of Judah. Sound familiar? Caesar Augustus just wanted more tax money, but Yahweh was giving himself as the Messiah on this faithful journey. The empire of Rome was being used as a pawn by Almighty God to provide the time and place for Christ to enter the world. There was only a stable for Mary, Joseph, and Jesus to lodge. But his coming would bless all nations according to God's covenant with Abraham and David. The Jesus Storybook Bible, page 18, states, And there, in the stable, amongst the chickens and the donkeys and the cows, in a quiet of the night, God gave the world his wonderful gift. The baby that would change the world was born. His baby son. Luke 2, 7 says, And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. Luke 2, 7 as simple as that, the Son of God was born into the human body. We don't get many details other than it happened among dirty animals in a lowly barn or cave. 
and he was wrapped in swaddling cloths, among the lowliest of circumstances and the humblest of people. Jesus Christ came into the world as a pure and holy child. Hebrews 1, 1 and 2 states, Long ago, at many times and in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his Son, whom he appointed the heir of all things, through whom he also he created the world. Let's look at four applications that we can take from this. One, how do you respond to the Lord when he directs you to obey in the face of fear or consequences? We can't expect the same angelic dream that Joseph received, but we do have God's word and the Holy Spirit who spurs us on in godliness. Notice that God asked Joseph to do something and added nothing to himself. In fact, Joseph isn't even mentioned outside of the first several years of Jesus' life. Number two, are you walking by faith or by sight? Do you respond to the Lord's leading in humble and immediate obedience? Or does your flesh win out as you wait timidly for the Lord to prove his trustworthiness all over again? Let us make sure that we aren't letting human logic and reasoning supersede the Lord's supernatural power. Number three, don't forget that our Lord is sovereign over all things, life, death, nations, politics, family, and everything in between. He is always working towards his eternal plan for the redemption of the people to himself. Never underestimate his involvement in everyday life. Application number four. Mary and Joseph were the first to know that the Messiah was coming, but they still had to deal with everyday pains of living in a broken world. The Romans were still in control. They were still poor. They still had to travel to Bethlehem pregnant. They still got sick and labor was painful. They were still tempted by impatience, selfishness, and pride. They sometimes sinned, but they lived with the hope of Yahweh right in front of them. In the same way, make sure that you are facing the trials and temptations of this world system by focusing your eyes and heart directly on Jesus. Thanks for listening. Please visit swoutfitters.com slash advent to find the complete guide and daily advent posts. We pray you and your family can rest deeply in Christ's coming this Christmas.